He's the director of the Office of Divine Worship, so he knows a thing or two about the faith. It's Monsignor Gerard O'Connor. Well, Happy New Year. It's a new liturgical year for the church as we began the Advent season on December 3rd. Now, parishes and homes were preparing for Christmas, but it is important that we use this week's of Advent to focus on our faith and the Eucharist. So joining me this morning to get things in the right order, it is our good friend, Monsignor Gerard O'Connor, rector at St. Mary's Cathedral of the Immaculate Conception. Good morning, Monsignor O'Connor. Thanks for joining us again this morning. Oh, you're welcome. Good morning, Brenda. Monsignor O'Connor, before we start with Advent, a very special feast day is coming up, a holy day of obligation. It is the Feast of the Immaculate Conception and a feast day for our cathedral. Going to tell our listeners a little bit about the lighting of some very special candles for this feast day. So, yeah, the solemnity of the Immaculate Conception is the patronal feast of the cathedral, of course, but also the patronal feast of the Archdiocese. Um, so specifically in the cathedral, um, there's, there is what we call dedicatory candles, which are 12 of them on the walls of the cathedral. And they were first installed in the cathedral at the dedication of the cathedral. And they can only be lit twice a year, once on the anniversary of the dedication and twice, uh, the second time on the, um, on the patronal feast. So today, uh, on Friday, this at all the masses that we celebrate, because we have a lot of masses on in the morning, we have a separate school mass, and noon mass, and then one in the evening with the Archbishop. We will light these dedicated candles. And um, it's sort of a special reminder about, you know, how special this day is for the cathedral community, and in fact, the whole Archdiocese. Oh, for sure. So it is a holy day of obligation on Friday, the Feast of the Immaculate Conception. Monsignor O'Connor, this is one of those feast days that is often confused because it is so close to Christmas, and it is the Immaculate Conception. People make the association, especially because of the reading, that it has to do with Christ being conceived in Mary's womb, but that is not the case. Remind our listeners what Immaculate Conception is honoring. Yeah, the Immaculate Conceptions is that Mary was conceived without sin, right? That she was immaculately conceived, that to bear Christ, that she was going to be sinless, you know, so that she didn't have the taint or the stain of sin. And that's really what immaculate means, means without the stain of the sin. Now would be a good time to prepare for that feast day by looking at your parish bulletin, finding out when Mass will be held, and getting that into your schedule for this Friday. Monsignor Gerard O'Connor joining us this morning to talk a little bit more about some important happenings in our Archdiocese for this Advent season. So as I said in the open, Monsignor, December 3rd, it was a new liturgical year for the church. It began Advent, and the priests in the diocese have been asked and encouraged by Archbishop Sample to preach on the Eucharist. Tell our listeners a little bit about what they might be hearing in their parishes during the weeks of Advent. Yeah, so the Archbishop, uh, you might remember last Lent that we uh, preached on the Kerygma. Right. The Archdiocese, Archbishop asked all the priests of the Archdiocese to preach specifically on the, the four themes of the kerygma. So this year, because we're going through this Eucharistic revival as an archdiocese, he asked all the priests to uh, preach on uh, on the Holy Eucharist during the four weeks of Advent. So it's a little unusual because, you know, during Advent, of course, you think, well, we're going to get, uh, you know, this this preparation for the incarnation, the Christmas sort of stuff. But he thinks that, you know, the, the, the preaching on the Eucharist is 
is extremely important and he's asked us all to do it. So the Office of Divine Worship and the Office of Continuing Education of Priests, Monsignor Sayak, um, have put together uh, four outlines for um, for the homilies so that we're all sort of a little consistent. So the first one was about the biblical roots of the Eucharist. So it goes to the Old Testament and the New Testament, etc. And obviously, we're all familiar with the New Testament of the institution of the Eucharist and the priesthood of the Last Supper, the Acts of the Apostles, recount the same thing. But um, what has been fascinating for me was to go through again the Old Testament and see the prefigurement of the Holy Eucharist in the Old Testament. So that was that first homily. In the next few, we'll be talking about more doctrinal things, about transubstantiation, concomitants. There'll be uh, an exposition of the catechism teaching about this. And the final week is about what is our response to this? Understanding now what the Eucharist is as the source and summit of the Christian life and the central mystery of our Catholic faith. What is our response to that once we come to that? So um, it's very exciting. I, I love preaching this first weekend because I, I just really uh, was excited about showing people the, the, the prefigurement of the Eucharist, the type of the Eucharist in the Old Testament. Um, so it's been fascinating for me so far. So I'm looking forward to the next three weeks of preaching on the Eucharist. Oh, how ex- wonderful. And to hear you, Monsignor, say how excited you are to preach about this, I think that just brings up in all of us an excitement, a renewal, especially during this Advent season, to focus on our faith and the source and the source and the summit of that faith in the Eucharist. Monsignor, now you have mentioned that this is going to be preached uh, through the four weeks of Advent. Of course, one down, three to go. Now, when we get to that fourth week of Advent, it's actually just one day later that it's Christmas. In fact, the fourth Sunday of Advent is also Christmas Eve. Now, people, are we're used to going to Mass on Sundays, and then we've got the obligation to go for Christmas. Now, many might think that Sunday, if they go to Christmas Eve Mass in the evening, well, then that's going to cover the Sunday and the Monday, the Christmas celebration. But that would not be exactly correct. <laughs> It would be exactly incorrect. <laughs> okay. So, yeah, so the church's principle here is that you cannot uh, go to one mass that serves two obligations. So we have a Sunday obligation, of course, on Christmas Eve, and then we have the obligation of the solemnity of the nativity, which is Christmas Day. So they're two separate. So you can't go to, say, midnight mass that would cover, the, that would straddle both days as your obligation. There are two actual obligations. So, yeah. So, um, so, but people will be, you know, I, I think, I think we can manage it, you know, going twice and, you know, two consecutive days. I don't think it's going to kill us. You know, I think we can do it. Um, be aware of some of your priests as well. We'll be celebrating a lot of masses that weekend, mm-hmm. you know, from Saturday, Sunday, and Monday. Um, it'll be a very, uh, very busy time for, for the priests in, in busy parishes. So, but yeah, um, no, one, one mass does not cover two obligations. It's wonderful to be at Mass, especially for Advent and then to celebrate Christmas. We can all manage it. You're absolutely right. Now, you did mention that priests will be very busy. Vigil Mass is on Saturday, fourth Sunday of Advent Masses in the morning, and then they begin the Christmas celebration. You had mentioned previously that priests did have to get a special allowance to be able to say so many Masses in a single day. Yes. After after more than three Masses, we need the permission of the Vatican. So um, we have applied for that permission. We haven't heard yet, um, but we're told to presume that the permission's coming. So unless you hear differently, everything's fine. 
All right. Excellent. So our priests will be there ready to welcome us for this very special celebration of the fourth Sunday of Advent and the celebration of the Nativity of our Lord. Monsignor O'Connor is joining us today, the rector at St. Mary's Cathedral. They are preparing for a very busy Advent season as well. And Monsignor O'Connor, you're all getting prepared for very busy construction New Year. Let our listeners know what's going on. Yeah. Well, so the Pastoral Center of the Archdiocese is moving on to the cathedral campus, taking over what used to be Archbishop's residence. So we're moving all our employees from Burnside down here to this building. So um, we're renovating the whole building and uh, it's going to take a year and a bit. It's going to cost a lot of money, um, but it will be very beautifully done, tastefully done, and bring a lot of life to this part of downtown Portland. And um, you know, a lot of life to the, the cathedral community. So it's it's a win-win for all of us here at the cathedral, uh, having uh, the Archdiocese and Pastoral Centre staff here on start site with us. And But as a result, we, you know, we've got to move out. So I and my seminarian for the year are moving out. We're going to go live at Christ the King with Monsignor Sayak, and we'll commute each day back to the cathedral. We've got some temporary offices across the road from the cathedral, um, but yeah, it's it's um, so I basically by January, by the end of the year, we have to clear these buildings of everything. So that's what we're doing right now. We're, um, we've got a big yard sale coming up. If anybody's interested, go to our website. and We've got uh, all the contents of the cathedral buildings will be um, you know put into a, a yard sale. And so we're doing that. And uh, it's it, yeah, it's sort of a, <laughs> it's a massive project. Oh. But we're, you know, no you doubt. Do it, right? You got to do, do it. it. But boy, uh, by January 1st, amid all of the busyness of the Advent season, Christmas season, yeah. and then yeah. to have to move at the same time, we'll keep you all in our prayers as well. Monsignor O'Connor, thanks so much for joining us today. Before we go, though, can you end us with your prayer and blessing? Yes, absolutely. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Heavenly Father, as we prepare to uh, celebrate the incarnation of your Son, our Lord Jesus Christ, who brought redemption to the world. Keep us faithful during this period of Advent that we may come to that celebration and enjoy the Nativity with our family and friends and loved ones. We ask this through Christ our Lord. And may Almighty God bless you, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Monsignor O'Connor, thank you so much for joining us today. Happy Feast Day and Happy Advent to you. Thank you. God bless you, Brenda. God bless you, too.